You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the king of all kings podcast. Street Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's going to kill right here from J Street Vibes. And I wanted to introduce you guys to a little bonus segment that we had, a little bonus episode we had where the professor, Jason Jones, came on my show, Dino and KC on ESPN 1320, like he does every Tuesday. And we had a really good conversation uh, about the Sacramento Kings, their loss to the Charlotte Hornets on Monday night, uh, what they can do to get better. We also talked a little bit about the NBA when we talked about uh, Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox possibly being all-stars. And... Donovan Mitchell and how he opened up about his time in Utah. So a little bonus episode here of J Street Vibes, along with my main man Damian Barling here as we talk to the professor, Jason Jones, on D-Lo and KC on Tuesday afternoon. And the conversation was so good, man. I thought, man, why don't we get this to uh, our J Street Vibes crowd, man, so they can check it out if they missed it at all um, and give them this one uh, as a bonus episode. But we'll be back right after the Lakers game on Wednesday night to record something, have something ready for you on Thursday morning, man. So without further ado, here's your main man, Kenny Caraway, Jason Jones, and Damian Barling here on D-Lo and KC earlier on Tuesday. And we'll get that to you here on J Street Vibes. Transition to the Kings. Good or bad? What stood out most for you last night? This the free throws. Mm, yeah. Just I mean, you know, I've already moved on past my get off my lawn, they give up way too many points thing. I'm like, I guess I'm you know, I'm like, okay, they're gonna give up a bunch of points. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that. Let teams shoot over fifty percent and then get to the line more than that team and then miss that many free throws. You just can't do it. And I think going into this week, I would say you got to go two and one at the worst, you know, because you, you know, and I, you know, you got Charlotte, you got the Lakers and who knows who they're going to actually show up with tomorrow. But the Laker team they're playing is still different from the one they beat back in what November. Mm-hmm. So they can't be lax against them. Then you got a team like the Withers who have what lost what nine, 10 in a row on the road, which means they're due to beat somebody on the road. Yeah. So, I go into the week saying you got to at least get two of these. You already lost one of them. And it, it, you just – the way their season is gone, they'll have great stretches of play. Then you get about three or four, like, what's going on. Then they'll get it going again. You just – if you're the Kings, you just hope that last night is not going to be one of those. Here we go again, stretches to start this week. And then, you know, tomorrow, you know, Dennis Schroeder goes for another 30, and then LeBron oh. decides to play and goes for 30, 35. You know, that's a, you know. You got to shut it off as soon as you can. Then again, Kyle Kuzma shows up later in the week, and Kyle's one of those. I love to see the Kings guys. <laughs> like so, uh, like Kelly Oubre? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Kelly Oubre is a Hall of Famer against the Kings. <laughs> I mean, I remember when he was a free agent, I was saying, 
why don't the Kings go get him? And there were a lot of people were like, no, nah, we don't like Kelly Uber. I'm like, maybe I'm just spoiled because every time I see him against the Kings, he's like, he's good for 25 at least. Mm. We had 31 last yeah, night. Yeah, Kelly Oubre surpassed the Ish Smith range, you know. You know, the Tony Allen, when Tony Allen would get his 20-plus a game every season against Sacramento. Yeah, but Oubre's better than both of those guys, I think. And yeah, he's, but, he's yeah, a more but he's of a threat like, to do that. Yeah, but he's not that good. No, he's not. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's better than those guys. But, yeah, man, I mean, whenever I see Kelly Uber, I'm like, how come he's not a max player? <laughs> but, you know, he's a max player against the Kings. But every, every other game is like, okay, that's Kelly Oubre. You know, you know solid, solid player. But he sees Sacramento, and his, like, eyes get big, and all of a sudden everything starts flowing for him. Yeah. Uh, Jason, I, I was kind of like you in a certain sense of, you know, I'm not going to sit up here and wait for this team to play uh, defense like the mid-2000 Pistons. Like, that's that's not who they are. That's not the personnel that they have. Yeah. Um, but I do, you know, I expect them to have timely defense and, and you know, play, uh, buckle down on the defensive end, you know, kind of in, in a timely fashion. Do you think that's kind of their ceiling as a defensive team, or do you think they – you know, they, they are capable of being a lot better on the defensive end. I think they can be better, but I just think with the style of play and everything, they're not going to be a team that's going to routinely hold teams to like 98, 101, 105. Mm-hmm. But I just think the, the kind of the danger in the way they play is that if you, you know, it's not even the points I've always said, it's the percentages. Mm-hmm. Teams consistently shooting above 50, shooting around 40 from three. Once they get rolling, you might be able to get timely stops, but these guys are pros. You let a guy get that many, you know, get rolling like that for three quarters, <laughs> and then you're banking on we're going to shut them down in the last five. Sometimes it works. Mm-hmm. Last night it didn't work. You know, you can't let a team jump out and get 39 first quarter points. Yeah. You know, you've already established that, that, you know, they're in a rhythm. And this is a team that's, you know, you know you're working LaMelo back in. They got, what, eight wins coming in, eight, nine wins coming in. You know, you got to try to jump on them. But then again, a lot of people will tell you the first game back from a long road trip, it's kind of like a road game sometimes. And sometimes team, that's the best time to get a team at home mm. right after the trip. It's crazy. You know, but, <laughs> yeah, even still, if they make free throws, they win. I mean, you can't let, you know, another 20-20 game from Sabonis and almost 40 from Fox go to waste. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you know, you can't go let that go to waste by missing that many free throws. You think they're both all-stars? I don't. Uh, I think. I think Sabonis has a chance, depending on how much time AD misses. Sabonis is a damn all star, man. Like, I, yeah. I, I, no, but, yeah, it's just a matter of are they going to put him in the game? Yeah. In, in the way I always look at it, I, I I do it like this. You can already bank on who the starters are going to be. Probably mm-hmm. Joker, LeBron, Steph will get voted in. You know, we don't know where his help, but he'll get voted in. Mm-hmm. John Morant. And then you just – I don't know who the other front – You know, I, I, I think I do. It's, it's someone that I, I, I kind of forget about when we have these conversations because it's not center forward. It's just front court. It's Zion. Yeah. 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 Zion. Zion. And Zion's I think Zion might center. get the vote. He's like, in, yeah. He, I think Zion will get, get the vote. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, and like I said, actually the backcourt, if they have Luka as a guard, if either Ja or Luka gets voted in with, with Steph. As I cast so my vote earlier, I can I can confirm yeah. Luka is a guard. I, I, I voted yeah. Sabonis. You, you're looking at seven spots. You know, and are are they going to get, you know, like I said, uh, if AD is out, you know, I just think based on the way AD was playing, if he's not out for like two months, 
there's a good chance he gets voted in. And fair or unfair, that means the Lakers get two guys. I think the yeah. Warriors only get one this year, though. And then you look around the rest of the West, you know, Donovan's gone. Rudy's not getting in. I think they're going to get at least one. So th- th- that's like Carl Anthony Towns? They're going to put Carl Anthony Towns in? Yeah, no, I don't think so, but they're going to put Devin Booker in there. Yeah, Book's getting in. Book's going to Book's Book's start, play. probably. Hmm? Book's probably going to start. Depends. Yeah. I mean, that's right. Like I, I voted. I voted for Book and De'Aaron. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that's who yeah, I voted so it's for. Kind of like you know, and I just figure I just assume Steph is going to get one of those spots. Yeah, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think Book is popular enough to where Book is going to get the fan vote to get voted in. Yeah. I mean, I don't, well, he's not getting. Hmm. He's not getting more votes than Luca. Yeah, that's that's fair. Well, even and that, but even and then, that, and that's the tricky is just that. Okay, you you fit, you got five. You know, you got a bunch of guys going for seven. Mm-hmm. For seven spots, and then you know, what you know, between Luca, Ja, Devin, two of those guys were getting in regardless. So now you're down to five spots. Yeah, and then man, but there's not at, enough. Okay. But I don't think there's enough front court players. There's not enough front court yeah, players, and that's why I said you know, so that's why probably between the two, Sabonis has a, a has a shot because he's a front court player. Mm-hmm. You know, then like I said, you know, depending on how long AD is out, AD will get voted in because he was the way he was playing. And then you look around the rest of the West. I mean, this is kind of a weird year. I mean, yeah. like I said, is, is, is you know, is Cat an All Star? No. no. Or do people say we're tired of Cat? It's Anthony Edwards from if they go from from, from Minnesota. It man ain't even well, Minnesota is a damn disappointment. You yeah. don't get anybody. No, Minnesota. Ain't I mean, I'm not disagreeing. I you know, I just know these votes can be weird like that. Oh, it, got people, it, here's a good call. SGA yeah. is absolutely getting it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's and that's where the guard thing gets crowded. Because I mean, would I take SGA over De'Aaron? I don't know if I would, but SGA has that. You know, he's going to have the gaudy numbers and highlights and everything. Mm-hmm. And then and then here's another wild card: Does a Clipper get in? I don't think so. I mean, their two best Clip- players play once a week. Clipper Daryl, <laughs> Clipper Daryl's going to demand an All Star appearance. It's, he's it's about going, to get an all-star trophy named after him. It's going to be in the the settlement terms. <laughs> he gets an all-star appearance. Yeah, I mean, I think they, I, I, I definitely think they get at least one guy in, and if they got both of them in, I wouldn't be shocked. Mm-hmm. I, you know, just, I just think this is the type of year where you look around. Even if AD say does get voted in, if I'm the Lakers, I'm telling AD, you're not playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, would, would LeBron? You know, I guess LeBron probably would be a captain, so he probably would still play. But there's going to be a lot moving between mm-hmm. now and then. But I think the Kings get at least one of those guys in. And if they got both in, I wouldn't be mad at all and I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. I just wonder if when when say when players vote and you look at Sabonis's numbers and you see 17, 10, and six or 17, you know, maybe they go, that's nice, but it ain't, you know, 25, 14, and five, you know. And because people forget it, they, they get mad at the fans about the fan votes. The player votes are just as, if not weirder, than the fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember, it was a couple of years ago, people were voted for Papa Giannis and Ben McLemore. Well, one of there the years. There were players who uh, didn't vote for LeBron and KD. One of the years, Zaza Pachulia was like oh, super yeah. high up there. Yeah. Like a star. That was, that was the, the fan vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, it, you just never know because remember, I don't, I doubt this year that Andrew Wiggins gets voted in. No. You know, so I mean, there's always kind of that wild card of well, who you know, who were the fans going to go with? And usually, the players and coaches cannot weigh that. But 
hey, you never. I mean, it's weird because I could I could legit see a scenario where someone look at Sabonis' numbers and go, he's not averaging twenty. And is that fair? No, but a lot of these guys doing the vote and don't exactly watch all the games. Mm. I mean, people in the media don't watch games and they vote. Mm. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's just so tricky sometimes. And you know, I know I I saw where Demarcus used to be mad, like how that guy get voted in. And I didn't. Hmm. And then you talk to the other guys. There's guys who you think, you know, I remember for years it was the I called the Mike Conley Award. The he's almost an All Star Award. Like Tobias Harris used to win that award. The he's almost an All Star, and you like he's not. You know, he hasn't been an All Star, and you find out he hasn't. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think I think if I had to pick one, I'd probably go De'Aaron first because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go the guy who I think is the best player. But if it's going to be by position, it might be Sabonis. But, hey, maybe they both get in, then life is grand, and, you know, then there's no reason to beef. And then even with that said, if somebody doesn't get in, there's going to be probably two or three guys who get voted in who don't even play because of injury. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You know, looking at the the landscape of it all, it'll be dicier for De'Aaron because of the position. Yeah. But I do think they both get in. I I think the way the season is playing out – there's just not enough all-star caliber guys in the West. There's definitely not enough in the front court to go up against a bonus um, mm-hmm. guard-wise. you know. And, and some of that has to do with the fact that the Clippers may get one or nobody in there. Because I think a lot of the times when we talked about this beginning of the season, we were like, oh, Paul George and Kawhi are getting in there. But that was us assuming that they were going to play X amount of games. And we're 30 games in right now. I think they play like 15 apiece. So they yeah. may not get in based on. Oh, that. Why is it the fifteen now? I feel like he's played less than yeah, that. He probably I mean, is less than that. He probably is. Yeah, you know. So now yeah, he's I think, back, yeah, and Paul George ain't back. Yeah, you throw those out. I don't think Chris Paul gets in this year. You know, I mean, too small. Said, you know, <laughs> get he's your too boy. small to get, get in. Your, get your boy, uh, Jason. Get your boy, Pat Bev, man. I got, I got nothing, man. I got nothing. Kawhi's man. played I, eleven, by the way, this year. He's played eleven. Okay, I, I, okay. I thought fifteen sounded high because I think a couple of weeks ago he was at like at, at five or six. Mm. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's just like I said, Donovan's gone, you know. So there's a spot, you know. Houston's not getting anybody. San Antonio's not. You know, it's. I was kind of almost wonder too. Does somebody almost get in because they just have a good record? Like, does DeAndre Ayton get in if it's, if if Houston if the Phoenix is in the top four? No, no, he's Bridges. Okay, he's like seventeen and nine right now. I've seen that before, where I'll be like, well, you know what? He's a solid player on a good team, and no. we'd rather reward. We want to reward a guy because they feel like their team should have an All Star. You hmm. know, but the Sabonis <laughs> is a great player on a good team. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. You know, just you know. I don't think Laurie Markkinen has enough of an international following to push him in. No. <laughs> hey, I don't think Finland's going to come through like that for him. Hey, you know what's funny? Um, I'm looking up the Clippers roster right now. You know who officially, officially is their leading scorer, and how much it is? Is it your boy is it like, Norm? Is it like 
It's Nicholas Batum. No. It's uh, Marcus Morris Sr. at 13.5 points oh. a night. That's the official because the others haven't played enough. So Paul George, who's averaging 23.5, he hasn't played enough games. Kawhi, who's averaging 15.3, he hasn't played enough. Morris at 13.5. Uh, he shows up every day, you know. <laughs> Kawhi had 31 over the weekend. He did. Didn't he? he did. Went to work on. Uh, I forgot who they played, but yeah. Yeah, the only, the only danger with Kawhi is that it's like he had 31. Do you let him play another game or do you sit him again? I mean, I don't know how. Well, that's got to be crazy if you're Ty Lue and you're just like, I get to I get to the game. They'll let me know if he can play or not. Yeah, I don't know how you sitting him for a game. You know, even at the start of the season, one on, one off, that doesn't feel like crazy to me. It was just crazy that it, it was like five and six and seven. It was like, wait a minute. did mm-hmm. he? And we're sitting here like, did he get hurt and they just didn't tell us? Nope. It was all part of the load management process. <laughs> well, he came back for a game and that was it. I didn't get it. I and don't then one it. of them, he was like only playing like one half at one point. It was like, he's like only playing 15. Yeah, it's. Hey, but you know, maybe you know that's just the way it is now. Guys are going to sit. You know, we I watched LeBron dunking on people against what was that last Laker game they won? Uh, Denver. Den- then his ankle, then his foot, then his ankle sore the next night. Then you know, half because he was doing sore. all that dunking. Hey, you're too <laughs> yeah. old. Act your age. <laughs> like, stop doing that. <laughs> stop, stop. Stop doing that. Stop jumping, LeBron. <laughs> hey, come on, like man. Joker. Joker doesn't get hurt. Joker doesn't have a vertical leap. That's right. <laughs> Joker do a nice little uh, turnaround and drop it in. That's that's yeah. it. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask uh, Jason this while because it's something that I saw um, kind of during the show. But did you guys see that uh, that piece? That wasn't a piece, but the quotes from Donovan Mitchell about being in Utah. I did. I, I saw the quotes. I didn't read the story, but yeah. I did see. The- so essentially he had said like it was kind of draining being in Utah due to racism off the court. And he had a long list of, you know, he had a quote. I won't read the whole quote right now, but just about like some of the fans and knowing how they were, um, you know, and he says something about a Utah state senator, Stuart Adams, saying, I need to get educated on my own black history, seeing black kids getting bullied because of their skin color, seeing a little girl hang herself because she's getting bullied. Uh, man, it's just one thing after another. And I will say it's not the only place it happens. But for me, I'm continuing to be an advocate for racial equality and to receive the amount of pushback I got over the years. It was a lot. But as far as Utah it became a lot to have to deal with on a nightly basis. I got pulled over once. I got an attitude from the cop until I gave him my ID. And that forever made me wonder what happens to a young black kid in Utah that doesn't have the power, doesn't have that power to just be like, this is who I am. And that was one of the things for me that I took to heart. Mm-hmm. So he kind of opened up about that a little bit. And, and you've never really heard, at least I haven't really heard a lot of people talking about what the kind of perception is in Utah, like that we think it is playing in Utah. We've never really heard players talk about that. At least I haven't until Donovan just said something. I've heard guys talk about it. I mean, they're, I forgot who was it. Was it Derek Harper? I think years ago who said he had a chance to get traded there and have a chance at a championship. And he was like, no, Mm. don't send me to Utah. Mm. Like I'd rather go somewhere else and not win. Don't send me there. So, I mean, you've heard things, you know, and then privately, I've heard some 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 horrible things from guys about, you know, the words they hear and stuff getting thrown at them. And, mm. you know, and it's I've heard that about Boston, too, to be fair. But 
you know, but I mean, you know, but, but I've heard some some varying things about Utah, not even just sometimes. I mean, I've heard good. I've heard some great things about Utah, mm-hmm. but I've also heard some things where there were some troubling things. I've heard people talk about just kind of it being more of a religious state, even though Salt Lake City itself is not like, say, being in Pro. I've been to Provo. I've been to Salt Lake City. Being in Provo was quite different for me. Like I had never been somewhere where I couldn't buy caffeine. Hmm. Like I'm sitting there looking for a diet Coke and they're like, no, I was like, Oh, I forgot where I was, Mm. you know? And yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've haven't had those experiences, but then again, I'm in Utah for a day or two whenever I would go, Mm -hmm. but I've heard different players say, you know, in terms of being a free agent, that's not where I would want to go. But then I've heard people who have had great experiences in Utah. Our guy I Tony think, Jones talks about, you know, he's been there for a long yeah, time. Tony like, loves it out like, there, cool, you know. Man. Yeah, and I, but I think what Donovan talked about too, that 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 getting pulled over experience, that's not even just a Utah thing. That's an America thing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of athletes, you know, you know, there's there's people who get pulled over who are black, and then there's famous people who get pulled over, and all of a sudden the whole tone changes. And I mean. Not even just as far as athletes. It could just be like when I was in college, I was getting accosted by the cops till I pulled out my Cal ID and he realized I wasn't some guy off the He's like, Oh, you go to school here. I was like, Yeah, I told you I went to school here. Hmm. And there's, I mean, and it's, it's, it's something that's just jacked up about us as a country that you can treat someone with a certain skin color a certain way unless, Oh, he's got money. That makes him different. Oh, he's got this. Yeah. So. I know what I, I mean. I wouldn't want to put what happened to Don. I'm not, I'm not trying to discredit it, but that's also an America thing, yeah. you know, as well. But I have heard some interesting things about guys who have been in Utah. I've heard great, I've heard both. I've heard guys who love it there. Like I, I can joke with Tony Jones and tell him he ain't from Brooklyn anymore. He's from Salt Lake City. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's been there so long, and I've had a great time at you in you in Salt Lake City at times. You know, but. I, there's definitely something about it for a lot of players about going there, being there, and not wanting to be there. Boston and Utah feel different to me, though. Like I don't, I don't know if this makes sense. One, it feels, does. Players one, have told me that. Okay. They've told me. That. I okay. believe you. Yeah. One feels yeah, like old racism, and one feels like new racism. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like one Boston, feels like get out. <laughs> Bo- Boston feels like I hate you, you this, you that, you this, you that. Yeah. Whereas Utah is like, you know, you're better off a slave. Mm. The, you you know, like they one feels almost like a plantation style, and the mm. other one feels like a, like they don't feel the same to me. Right. Like every time they do a wide view of that Utah crowd, it is stunning. It is just an amazing view of an NBA basketball stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't see many many crowds like that. No, you NBA. really don't. And like I said, it's it's crazy for me because, like I said, my times in Utah have generally been short and quick. But I've always had a great time in Utah, and you know, and I've always enjoyed myself out there. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm also not naive to think that my limited time in Utah speaks for the entire experience, or like. I think I was joking on the pod with Kenny about I went out there one year and I forgot my brush. Oh. And, oh, Lord, that was a struggle going to CVS <laughs> and all that. Like, do you have a brush? They're like, I'm like, no, not that kind of brush. <laughs> I need a brush. <laughs> ain't, got no, ain't got no Sally's Beauty Supply store in Salt yeah, Lake there was City. No Sally's. There, was, there was no Murray's Grease there for me. There was... <laughs> 
And a lot of times players will tell you part of the struggle about being in, in Utah was stuff like that or like, you know, just that just culturally, just things that they don't they don't have available. Right. You know, but it's yeah, I guess I, I haven't read the whole story with Donovan, so I can't really speak to everything he was talking about. But the things, the quotes I saw, it sound real unbelievable because I've talked to a ton of players who probably have who have either said similar things or expressed why that's the reason why they wouldn't want to play in Utah. And that's why I say in terms of free agency, people talk about Sacramento was the worst destination. I'm like, no, it's not, Hmm. not even close. Hmm. I said, if you're, I was like, no, I said, no, I know. And even when the the writers I know who travel talk about, well, I got to go to SAC. I'm like, trust me. I no, I went to, we were in Salt Lake city and I ordered a crown and Coke and they were like, I didn't know you had to order food with your drinks in Utah. That was so bizarre because they were like, they're like, oh yeah, Tony's tech tell me you got to order food if you want to drink. I was like, what? I'm not hungry. I'm like, I had to watch the Kings again. I want to drink. <laughs> and they, he was like, no, it ain't like that out here. So you know what it, you know, but you got guys. Well, he ain't the best example. I was gonna say Carl Malone. That ain't the best. Example. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I mean, there, there, there's guys who have enjoyed their time out there. You know, that you talk to. You know who seem like they really enjoy it, you know, you know, but like I said, I'm not going to, yeah, Carl's, Carl's different. We need to teach know. the NBA how you just remove people from history. <laughs> like, like, you know, <laughs> they just act like some of the stuff Carl Malone did. And, and, and it would have made me think about too, was that when Kobe got into it with Carl about his wife mm-hmm. and everyone's like, oh, Kobe's a jerk. Mm. You know, he's just being a jerk. I'm like, Kobe's the oh, jerk. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. like, I don't think Kobe was wrong about that. Remember when Kobe all. was like, he said them to my wife and whistled at her, and I it was out of pocket, and they were like, "Oh, Kobe's tripping," and that that was like post Shaq being traded, so everyone was still mad at Kobe. I think Kobe was right about Carmelo. Yeah, I I, I, th- I think yeah. that's accurate. Yeah, that's facts. I, 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 I think that's accurate. Uh, Jay, always a pleasure, man. We appreciate you. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Oh, I, lo- I love the hoodies, by the way. Uh, my kids ain't listening. We you all got matching. Is. We got matching shirts for Christmas like that. They don't, damn, they ain't, they, they're Let's in go, school baby. right now. They don't know. Let's yeah. go, Let's go baby. It's the here, whole family. I'll, I'll tag you all when I take our, our annual Christmas wrestling picture. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. We're all ready right. for it. Thanks, Jay. Take care, bro. Right, take Jason it easy. Jones. Talk to you all later.